First Love, written Wednesday, February 19th, 2020, day 191, afternoon. As I reflect on what hurts so much, one of the biggest reasons that I am seeing is that I fulfilled one of the ultimate aspects of a relationship. I never thought much about it because it was just a part of my thinking. As I look back, perhaps it was more obvious to others than I realized. Perhaps it made others uncomfortable, since the very idea of experiencing this seems to be quite rare. But to me, this was never odd. It was not unusual. It just was. I still had my first love for Joanne. After all these years, it is still there. Certainly we'd grown on each other over that time. We became used to each other. Human experience is just like that. Decades of being together does produce a bit of predictability. And yes, habitual as we all are, we had our phobias, our issues, and our ways. That was all there. Our relationship was far from perfect in many areas. That's true for most of us. But I know, and I know that I know, that what was underneath it all, what held us together, from my perspective anyway, was this bond, this special connection. I still had it. It was still active. It still was. It still is. As a person, I came out overly affectionate. It seems to be my nature. I'm a bit more sensitive in that way. But these are just attributes. What I'm talking about here are foundations. The foundation was as solid as they come. If you look at the Topical Journeys link on the Essays on Grief website, there's an entry for Joanne. You will find on that page a picture of her from 1973. I always told her that when I looked at her, this was the person who I saw. It was true. It just was. I would make her laugh at times when I would embrace her and tell her, I'm crazy about you, and I always meant it. So as the situation began to unfold in mid-July 2019, I extrapolated the data and feared I saw we were headed for a potentially terrible destination. That uneasy feeling never left me. In fact, it is the foundation of the uneasy feelings that are now a part of every day. Having that precious first love now seems to come back and bite me with an intensity that is disarming and unsettling. Because all of the artifacts in our home, those artifacts of our life together, project that wonderful love back to me. Except without her, they are just taunting reminders of what has been lost in this life. That powerful, wonderful love that transcended 47 years now generates waves of sadness instead of the love that was once at our relationship's core. Then I struggle with God's love. I proclaim quite regularly that your love is not sad. And then I question, how could something so wonderful now be something that is so sorrowful? My inner grief counselor tells me this is a part of what death brings, the end of a relationship, a rather traumatic end. The more beauty and elegance that the relationship possessed, the more painful and suffering the destruction of that relationship creates. It seems to be a principle, not a great one. Then my biblical training tells me that this is the sting of death. And even though it stings, I relish the thought that I've had that love amidst the tears of the moment. If you read the essay, The Decision, volume three, number 20, you'll find out how such an extraordinary love began. In this time of significance, at least it seems to strike me that way at the moment, of the sixth month and one week of this journey, 
The disconnect I'm experiencing is quite vast. Because it is. How to manage such a paradox? The remnant of this precious thing that seems to be at its very core destroying me in a way is quite tiring. In the frustration department, I also know that communicating my plight is a struggle. A struggle because my situation would appear to be somewhat unique. In grief, we have trouble relating anyway, relating to those few who dare to engage us. And this story, one of such transcendent love, is difficult for those who have not tasted of such a relationship to be able to embrace all of it in its scope. I see the world in a larger context. It has always been a problem relating to others who only see the parts. There's nothing wrong with either perspective. It's only a matter of orientation. So to have received such a gift, such a precious thing, is now quite disarming in that sharing that immeasurable experience is difficult for those who do not relate to the situation. These puny words struggle to communicate such a love, such a treasure. My prayer would be that you have in your life just some of this wonderful legacy I am trying to share, that you would experience a love that is beyond understanding. I pray that God would do that for you if you let him. Let him.